Welcome to Comic Booked. I am Matthew McLachlan. And I am Katie Sexton. And this is the podcast where I teach Katie and you everything I know about comic book characters. And I just try to keep up. You know what I want to do? Uh, what? I want to hear a freaking goddamn mother effing <laughs> yes. intro. Uh, okay. Oh, I love that music. It's so good in him, Matt. <laughs> Katie and I literally have just had a five-minute conversation argument about how she wants to do the intro. <laughs> and she's like, but I want to do it! Right after we took a <laughs> shot, a shot of scotch. Well, we wanted this episode to be good. <laughs> this episode to be good. Whatever do. This is what happens. Katie and I sit down, and we go to record, and we start, we warm up. We wiggle. We wiggle around and we see what's going to be funny and we just try to get in the mood. And we had a conversation about how she uses my nose hair trimmers and doesn't tell me and how I have ear hair that she also doesn't tell me. She's trying to save me ugly truths and I appreciate it deeply, but that's I need to being know. A, I feel like that's part of being a good partner. <laughs> Lying? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Lying I mean, to save them. it's like, I don't want to call you out on shit. I just want you to be comfortable in who you are. And if that includes nose and ear hair, then so be it. I love you. I don't you. want to be wily. I want you to love me for the beauty that I am. You are a beauty. Yeah, but I can be more beautiful if I don't have fucking Afro hair coming out of my ears. I do have to say, you're a hairy guy. Uh-huh. And it is hard being a woman where like you feel like you have to be hairless all the time. But the amount of hair that you have to control. So much. It's a lot. Yeah. It's got to be fresh. I don't want to feel gross for me. This yeah. is for me. I'm not doing it for anyone else. No, and that's great. I'll keep everything crisp. Nice and clean. Uh-huh. You know? Yes. I've been actually shaving my legs recently and it's, you know, I want to also do this for you, but it's been for me, dude. It feels great. Yeah. Like I'll shave, I'll manscape when I was single. And I was like, I'm not seeing anyone. That's what do it for me. Oh yeah. You let it grow. Well, I did, but you know, didn't let the, the brush get too overgrown, you know. Had to throw a few X's on your fern gully trees, right? And then cut. Can't you feel its pain? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Speaking of animation. Oh my gosh. We have been deep diving into something that Katie has certainly not been in this world. I have, I have dabbled. But we have both gone balls deep into some anime. Oh my gosh. So much, It's huh? been so good. We have been going hard on Attack on Titan. And I don't know if you've ever watched that show, but as your lawyer, I advise that you watch that show. <laughs> it's some of the best writing in animation in general that I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Have you had a lot of experience with anime? The only experience that I really had was when I was a kid. We would watch Dragon Ball Z. Oh, frick. And then yes. we would also watch the Pokemon Oh, series. God. One at a time, please. Can we start with Dragon <laughs> Ball Z? Yeah, I liked it. I always liked Dragon Ball Z. I always liked the idea of like having this freaking power within that you can like- Unleash. Unleash. It was very powerful, yeah. I, I think. Here's the thing about Dragon Ball Z and a lot of other anime. Yeah. If you're going to watch it, Try to watch it on a TV where anyone coming in out of the room can see what you're watching. Yeah, sure. Because if you're watching it on a laptop Mm -hmm. and your roommates come in and out and all they hear for 10 straight seconds is... (laughs) 
there's not any amount of convincing you can do that will make them believe it's not gay porn. Sure. Even if you turned it around and showed it, they'd be like, that was the other tab. You'd yeah. quickly switch to anime from your gay porn. It and could also look like anime gay porn. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're watching gay porn, whatever. Who cares? Who cares? We're Live millennials. We're all gay. But yeah. just We're all watching gay but porn. But own up to it and own up to your anime. Anna gay. The other one was Pokemon? Was Pokemon. I wasn't as big of a fan of that, but those did come with cards, and so I remember getting Pokemon cards. Yeah, you can be into it. You can be active with it. That theme song is the fuck, like, I want to be the very best, and then I'm a fucking jam. Yeah. Animal cruelty and endangerment as a card game is my scam. Fucking yeah. Uh, Any other anime? I mean, a dash of Sailor Moon here and there. Oh, that's all you need, really. But I only knew it because other girls knew it. I never yeah. was able to watch it. Can you believe I'm so into? You're so Attack hot on right Titan. now. Oh my god, it is so good. I, Attack on Titan is so good, guys. Every time you walked in the room, I became an anime character. I was like, <gasps> like I was so worried you weren't <laughs> gonna like it. And then she sits down. I'm like, I can turn on the dub if you want. And she's like, no. I'll no, I like reading it. I also really enjoy, obviously, even though it's in Japanese, Japanese is so gorgeous. Yeah. And to hear the voice acting in Japanese is so emotional and so yeah. good. Hey, you want to see who you're going to learn about today? I want to see. Oh, man, this is a good one today. I can't wait. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you, Kathleen, me. a picture. Mm -hmm. And you are going to tell me who you think this is. Yeah. And what you think their powers are. I can't wait. Oh my god. What is this this little shitter? Oh no. <laughs> what are you looking at? Oh I just feel bad for him, I'll tell you that. I'm looking at like a Frankenstein head. Uh -huh. He looks like Frankenstein. Okay. A big boxy head. He's got a big boxy head. Uh -huh. His face you would think would maybe be human. I don't think it's human. Here's that's what I'm looking at. It's just a head. Yeah. In what it looks like a little tiny flying machine. Uh-huh. And he's got these arms and legs that I don't think are his. I, I don't <laughs> think they're his, actually his. I think he... Who's are they? Who's are they? You know what? He took them. He took them from... <laughs> he stole, he's a thief. How he's, could he steal them if he didn't have arms to do it? He's, you know? got, he's got a nice set of teeth. Okay. So he did that. I will give you a hint right now in yeah. the sense that this is not a normal size head. Imagine this head being six feet tall. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I was like, I get this feeling that this head isn't like an alien head. No. It's not a human head. Mm. It is bigger than life. Those teeth... <laughs> Are the size of me of those chompers? Those <laughs> He's chompers. He's got book chompers. You're right. They're book chompers, and the <laughs> arms and legs are real life, are like human ones that he took. He took those. They're not his. They don't belong to him. They're different colors. Who is this? This is Cranky Frankie. <laughs> okay. Cranky Frankie. I thought you were going to say book chompers. <laughs> <laughs> cranky, cranky, yeah. Cranky book chompers, Frankie. What does Cranky do? Cranky works at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you wear the little, little apron? Yeah. How do you fit it around his head? He sewed a couple together. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, no, he works at Home Depot during the day. <laughs> He's their MVP because he could get to the top. You know how big? <laughs> yeah. You know how freaking big Home Depot God, is? God, you got to get the ladders, huh? You got to roll yeah, them up. Yeah, no, no, no. It takes don't... three people to do that and yeah. keep it in place and park it. But no. he just... Yeah, Frankie's your guy. Yeah. He's a craftsman too. Oh. Yeah, he's a wood builder and steel. And he created his little his little mini suit chip that can kind of to get up to the top of the shelves. Is it just take two of those poofs? Yeah. Uh-huh. He's very efficient. So what are his powers? He's very handy. Uh-huh. He needs his coffee in the morning, though. That's for sure. I'll take 13 <laughs> large hazelnuts, please. No cream. No, no cream. No, He's lactose it. intolerant. Yeah, of yeah, course, yeah, obviously. Taking the suit off to go to the bathroom? Uh-uh. Yeah, what does that butthole look like on that head, huh? Here's the thing. You see how his legs, his arms and his legs are smaller than his head, right? Yeah. The butthole? <laughs> yeah. You would think where he would maybe have like a bit of a butt? Yeah. It's just a hole. It's just a hole. It's, so it's a big hole. It's a big one. If your butthole was the size of your whole butt. <laughs> I'm having a hard time with this You're one. You're having a hard time with this one? Yeah, me too. <laughs> How does he plug it up, though? We've switched gears, and I want to know. Plug it up? Is just open hole? He can control his sphincter the way that we do. It's just a giant anus that he can open and close? It's a sphincter. It's a I sphinct. see. I see. Sure. If he has no butt cheeks, that must make it hard, though. I'm getting too into it. Yeah, don't don't, don't, don't think don't think too hard about his hole. Yeah, I okay. want to know about his powers. I want to know about his powers. His powers is poofing and flying around. Okay, well here's an obvious question. What? What's poof pooing? You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. So you just said poof pooing. His farts. He has supersonic farts. Yeah, and so that cream that he what? said he didn't. Oh, <laughs> it's a different hole. <laughs> no, so the cream that he said he didn't want with his coffee. Puts yeah. It, he just puts it on the side and then he uses it when he needs to reach something. Oh, it's kind of like his spinach, like his Popeye spinach is the cream. So what are his powers? He just farts and he builds. He's a, he's a farting lumberjack. He's a farting lumberjack and he'll build anything you need. He'll build weapons. He's not a good guy. He's a good guy to his employees and the customers he needs to help. <laughs> so he's a bad guy good man bad guy good man got it you want to know who this really is <laughs> yes this is george tarleton aka modok and modok stands for mental organism designed only for killing oh yeah who made him we'll get to that okay so modok is so bad he's a bad guy He's a bad, oh, bad man. guy. I know. He's a bad guy and a bad man. I was hoping that there was something. Cranky is the true character here. Okay. Modok is in the Marvel Universe. He is a bad guy to name him. Everyone. All the heroes. Squirrel Girl, even. Squirrel Girl, even? Yeah. Believe it. You want to get some superpowers? Yeah. Modok here has superhuman intellect. His whole head is one giant brain. One basically. brain. He's one brain. Why do they always do that with evil characters? He's right? like, just give him a big old brain. They always have these big brains or big heads. That's and it's true. Like, well, if they were so freaking smart, why do they always get beat? You have literally just said the thesis statement on Modoc, and we will get to that. Oh, yeah? Like 40 years worth of, I'm the smartest, but ah, dang it. No good guy has his brain on the outside of his head the size of a fucking pumpkin that's like, I'm one of the good ones. Right. Yeah, it's always like, oh, well, that's the bad guy right there. His brain's showing. Ninja Turtles, the little brain in the tummy. I know. In the tummy? Yeah, the guy, he's like, he's inside the tummy of the guy. Oh, right. Yeah. Why is he in the tummy? Mm, it's like a little machine. 
But you're totally right. I never thought about that. Mm. His next power is psionic powers, such as like telekinesis and, and things he can move around because he got, oh, he's yeah. got wonky little arms, you know? Right. His arms and legs aren't doing nothing for him. It's all in the head. Yeah, he can't do anything. He can't just headbutt everything. Yeah. A million good guys coming at him. He can't just be headbutting everybody. Just like... <laughs> he got two at the last one. <laughs> he did, Yeah, they were he? close by. He can't... He can't <laughs> You can't do that with everyone. So he's using his brain to like move things yeah, and like, control people. And they're like, shit, the head moved me and his arms are small. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> How small. does that even work? How do you do that? Yeah. His last power, he has exceptional ability to calculate probabilities. What this means is he's going to look out the window uh-huh. and he's going to get his pencil and he's going to throw it out the window and he's going to bounce off someone's head as they ride by on a scooter and they're going to turn and crash into the building across our way here that never shuts the fuck up with the construction mm. and then it's going to hit someone and it's going to blow up one of the cranes. It's going to knock the whole top row off, sending the whole building crashing down towards us and everyone on their lunch break is going to come crash down toward it and he's going to stick out his hand and he's going to catch a sandwich and he's going to eat it and that's what he wanted the whole time so he's and a- he did all the probabilities of how the fuck do I get a sandwich right now so he's a master mouse trapper Ye- oh god yeah so good do you know those videos of people being like the marble Rube Goldberg Rube Goldberg machine <laughs> why are you laughing Rube Goldberg Ruth, should Ruth, be Ruth, No, Ruth, Rube Ruth. Goldberg should. So wait, who's Ruth? No, Rube Goldberg. Rube? Rube Goldberg? Rube, Go- Rube Goldberg. Rube. I'm saying it sloppily enough because I'm not 100% you're not quite sure. sure. It's a little different every time you say Rube, it. Rube Goldberg. Rube Goldberg. Yeah, fuck you guys. Rube Goldberg machine. It's basically how to do a simple thing the hardest way. So he calculates <laughs> how to do all the things in an instant, basically. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But then, to your point, how do you fail all the time? How wouldn't you know to succeed immediately if you're like, well, I need a tuna melt stat? Also, if you actually study your enemies and you like know how good they are at everything, then you're going to know what the heck they're going to do. You can't be surprised by it. Yeah, you can't be surprised. Yeah. Hey, you want some bio on this guy? Who is he and why? So George Tarleton, he worked at AIM, which is Advanced Idea Mechanics. AOL instant messaging he he worked at aol messenger loved it he's the one that thought of the away message and you can put my chemical romance all over that fucking shit. brilliant yeah so he worked at aol instant messenger as a technician <laughs> yeah and what they did there is they basically built super powered weapons okay i believe they were already evil and it was to fight superheroes and that, mm-hmm. those kind of weapons mm-hmm. the kind of weapons that you see them creating in attack on titan to take on the titans kind of like that but for superheroes i'm listening now he was randomly (laughs) chosen by the head of aim and thrown into the alteration chamber and that (gasps) is literally a thing that turns it into whatever they want and so they yeah so he was a loyal worker and they're like hey you're one of the best actually we're gonna throw you into this thing George, come on over here real quick yeah sure i just want to promote what the where why is this locked here's your promotion here's your promotion you big headed bitch he's like i don't have a big head Whoa! He turned him into a living computer, and that is why his head got so big. They're like, we want a computer that doesn't need to process things; it can just work instantly, like people do, like the, oh, the no. reactions. So they turn him into Modoc with a C, mental organism designed only for computing, and then he switched to mental organism designed only for killing. It was like a Puff Daddy P Daddy situation. Oh wow! You know? Modoc yeah. to Modoc. 
Mm-hmm. You, you hear it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. I hear it. <laughs> yeah. You ever thought about switching your name? Just being like, you can call me K. I had a friend named Zoe. It was spelled Z O E. And then what is that? The two dots? Oh, the. Uh, is it an umlaut? <laughs> Yeah. How the fuck did I know that? So I thought about changing, not changing it anything from Katie. Katie with an umlaut? Yeah, Katie with an umlaut. So Kate with an umlaut. Oh. So K-A-T-E and then put the two dots over the E. That would be so annoying for you. Oh, yeah. You'd be like, it's Katie. They're like, no, it isn't. You just drew a smiley face with your E. Right. So after he was turned into that computer, he was obviously so, so smart that Mm -hmm. he was able to turn on them. Yeah. And he exacted revenge and took over AIM. And away messages got even better. Yeah. Do you remember age, sex, location? I would always do type one, two, three if you want to chat with a a boy who plays bass and and loves, Uh, it wasn't even comics then, it was just like likes Batman or something. uh, Yeah, hot, yeah. Yeah. So the alteration chamber made him so smart and his brain so, so big. Yeah. His head got so massive that he literally couldn't keep his head up. So he had to basically go to AIM's Home Depot storage and create a floating chair to get around. So that's the only way he can get around. He was made in like the 60s, 70s, and the next 40 years is him for some reason. Just being bamboozled. Being bamboozled. His whole storyline is be the leader of AIM, get caught or flee, Mm -hmm. come back, fight the person who took over AIM, and start over again. So he's like eight battles he has to like fight before he Just to get back to square one, dude. Yeah, dude, come on. He's obsessed with being the leader of AIM, and I don't, like get other hobbies, dude. She's just not that into you. She's just not that into you. And you know what? It doesn't sound like you need AIM. It sounds like you want to need AIM. Yeah, it sounds like something is unfinished from your childhood. You're enough, George. Hey, it's not Modoc. Can I talk to George? Can I talk to George right now? Can Modoc go on a coffee break? Modoc, rest your giant weary head. George, hey. Hey, it's me. Who hurt you? But he's still going strong? Well, he He's just keeps around. coming back. Yeah, he, he yeah, keeps yeah. coming back. Well, that's the thing. He's a six-foot-tall brain, but he's always foiled. So I don't understand how Does he's it, not like, well, I predicted 17 different scenarios. Well, here's the thing. If he can't do physical stuff himself, does he hire people to do that? That's the, why he goes the, back to AIM, I the think. The dirty work? So yeah. they do the dirty work for him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Eventually, Modoc tries to be a good guy, and he moves to Los Angeles. To be a good guy. And gives himself a new body, which... Could he do that the whole time? Yeah. And his goal was to, and I quote, find love and get himself out there. Dude, that's so great. With new body and love on the brain, he goes by, <laughs> and I'm not making this up. Tell me. Brodoc, bio-robotic organism designed overwhelmingly for kissing. So many things to unpack there. Yeah. So I got something special for you right now, Katie. Oh, yeah? You get to see. Do I get to see who Brodoc is? A picture of Brodoc. Oh, my God. I can only imagine. Uh, <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's a fucking he's a babe. Sure. He's got those cum gutters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's know? certainly he's but got the CDs. Dude. Is, he's still big. He's still big. big. Yeah. Bro doc. Bro doc. He looks happy, though. Yeah, he does. He looks really in his body. God, if he could have done this from the beginning. He moved to L.A. and got a lot of work done, just like everybody else does. I want you to describe what he looks like, but I will start by saying that he looks like what he thought L.A. would look like just by hearing about it. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Describe what he looks like over there. Oh, my gosh. He's a babe. He's like a surfer dude. He's got long blonde hair. He looks like 
Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he looked like Chris Hemsworth. Like if Chris Hemsworth were like four foot two and two foot five of that is a head. Here's the thing. You would think that if he knows math, he would understand dimensions. You know what I mean? You would think that. And also like how many abs are normal for people? These abs don't look like regular abs. Eventually, the good guys are not fooled and they beat him up and send him back to his old body and what? his evil ways. Well, in the second picture, it says, and Brodock will save you all. Did he try to be a hero? He tried to be good. Tried to find love. He tried to do all the right things. He's like, well, maybe I'm doing this all wrong. Maybe I should get out of my big poopy body, my big butthole body. Yeah. And get some abs. You know what? Listen, do what you got to do to make yourself feel good. It's nobody else's life but your own. He wasn't necessarily trying to fool anyone, but I think they're like, no, Modoc, don't put your bro in here. We know who you and are. And they just started beating him up. And he's like, ah, fine. You know, he could have been real good and real hot. But yeah. they said, no. Who is they? Just other heroes who are like, who are like, we're not going to stand for this. No, you're evil. We're going to tell you what you are. And that's about it. That's about it for Modoc. I mean, oh there are a lot God. of other things. He gets beaten up by everybody. He gets turned back into George at one point. Okay. And George Charlton is walking around, but Modoc had a contingency plan if he knew he'd ever get turned back. And he had clones kind of waking up, and one got all of his memories. So then at one point, there's a George Charlton and a Modoc. Does Brodock look like what George used to look like? Uh, I don't think so. No? No, I think he's literally just a dweeby little dark-haired man. That's how you know they're dweeby is when they have dark hair. Also, if you're going to go look for love in LA of all those things, why would you go back to looking like a dweeby doink, you know? Don't look for love in L.A. No, and don't be a dweeby doink in L.A. Yeah. Come to New York. We love you here. You'll yeah. be a TV writer and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. Why did you choose to share Modoc slash Brodoc with me? Well, I didn't know about Brodoc when I chose Mo. But I mean, look at him. I was like, okay, this is okay. He's a conversation piece. This is for real. This is going to be good. This is yeah. going to be tasty. And I could tell. Yeah. Any questions? Are those arms and legs his? Yeah. They're, yeah, they got a little tiny. So it's it's just really his head that got bigger. His, you know, didn't get bigger, did it? His what? You know. Mm-mm. His butthole? No. You know, I've done extensive Googling on Modoc's penis, and I didn't get <laughs> anything for it. But you know what I think his penis is? I think it's exactly what he looks like down into his pants. Matt, there's something that I want to share with you today. Yeah? You want to teach me something? Yeah. Okay. I think you're yeah, going to like lead it. The, you're leading the charge today on things, and I like it. I'm glad you're ready to tell me. Okay, Matt, are you ready? Here are some reasons why you should have more plants in your home. Oh, no! <laughs> God damn it! Yes! We have so many plants. I hate yes. having so many plants. It's They're so dumb. Okay, so this is my part of, of the I know, podcast. I know, I know, and I'm and here I never, for it. I never call any it. of your people dumb. No, I know. It's just, listen, we, I'm open to it. I love plants so much. They add so much, and they add so much life, and they have so much character. And so I really like plants. And since Matt and I moved in together, Matt has said no more plants, and it's really hard on me. All right, studies have proven <sighs> that house plants improve concentration and productivity by up to 15%. They reduce stress levels and boost your mood. How can you prove this? Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with the oxygen that they give off. I'll just breathe heavier. Just, <gasps> That's not I get more oxygen. Works. No, they give you more. There's more oxygen in this room because of this one plant. I open a window. Matt. It's a living thing and it's helping you live. <laughs> We've got a cat. That thing breathes. You don't want to breathe in the things <laughs> no. that they're giving off. No, it's like tuna and butthole. Here's why. Okay, ready? 
They help clean indoor air by absorbing toxins and increasing humidity and producing oxygen. Uh-huh. And that's part of how they, you know, increase concentration yeah. and productivity. Okay. So now you're just repeating to really lay And I'm home. just laying and bringing it home. <laughs> um, what else the plants got? They can also help you sleep because of all that, because of the oxygen and everything that they give off. Would you say any of these things so far is true for you? You know what? I've got about 15% more productivity. They calm me for sure. They help my anxiety. What if you were blind and you didn't know plants were here? Do you think it just it's the idea of them? Or do you think literally like that plant is making me sleep? It gives me life, dude. I really, really like them. Okay. Last but not least, for sure not least. Tell me. They help relationships. Uh, well. <laughs> they give you a sense of compassion <laughs> by caring for a living thing. <laughs> So why don't you try some compassion on for size, Matt? (laughs) And maybe get a plant. Where where did you learn this? Who taught you this? The online. (laughs) I think you just wrote it. I think you're just like, he's not going to know I didn't. No, I I pulled all of these things from the internet. This is my issue with plants. They belong outside. And the people who bring plants into the inside are sad people. No. Because they just have want something to care for and to feel it needs them. No. That if they don't, no. it makes them feel better. They're no. like, hey, please love me. Please need me. Oh, I can't. I got to go water my plant. Oh, I need another plant. We have some friends who love so many plants. And I love these people so much. But I want to say, hey... You're enough. No, it's beautiful. And it brings us closer to nature. Also, being in the city, you're not around nature. So the more plants you have around you, at least like it helps, you know, it helps you be more connected to earth a little bit, I think. I would love to be better at having plants. I want to give them a shot. I'll say I'll give them a shot. But I'm looking at a plant behind you right now that you're like, it has to be in the office and it's dead. It doesn't have to be in the office anymore because the cat has been eating it. So Yeah, I'm, but it's literally stuck. I'm looking at it right now and it's stuck in the door. The door to the really? office is closed yeah. and it's stuck in the door. It's not doing well. This particular plant's not doing well. So I'm well. like, okay, we burned a plant with the heater the other day and all these things. So I'm like, and you so love I, plants, but do I plants love you? I trimmed it and I watered her and she looks fine. I do like plants. I like going out and seeing plants in their natural habitat and where they're actually happy. And here I feel like they're Which prisoners. you're not going to see in New York, though. You're still not going to see them in their natural habitat. That's true. I do like the new mindset of kids are canceled, pets are the new kids, and plants oh, are the yeah. new pets. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I should do? I should get one plant that for you t- me. That you take care of? Yeah. It's mine. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know what it would be. Maybe something fucking badass like a Venus flytrap or something sure. like that. Those uh, are probably very hard to take care of. No, I'll do it. I think that'll be a really nice experiment for you, and maybe you'll learn some compassion. I mean, <laughs> well, hey, maybe you uh, can shut the fuck up. <laughs> Why do you love plants so, so much? Like, what is it? Why do you do this to me? I think they're really, really beautiful. I really like taking care of them, and when you get to, like, revive a plant, or, like, even just simply by watering them after, you know, you're supposed to water them, like, once a week usually, and then you water them, and they just, like, phew, they come to life. Do you ever see those, like, slow motion plant Yeah, videos? but I don't see that ever with ours. It happens all the time. I guess I just don't pay attention to it. Maybe yeah. I should. Maybe if I start paying attention to Ricky, Ricky P. Lant, let's go yeah. to name Ricky P. Lant. 
then I'll. That's cute. Yeah, then I'll, yeah. I don't know why Ricky, but. Why not? Or Audrey 3 for you fucking nerds. I like plants a lot. And if we had a garden one mm-hmm. day, that would be fucking cool. But I think it's just inside. I feel bad. I think a big thing is I feel bad. I don't. It's like hate having them. a big dog in a small apartment. No, that's different because they like the smaller space. The plants <laughs> want to be outside. You have Can't to like provide the sun. That's actually true. I don't know a lot about actually gardening, but. Plants are great, and why not? We live in the city, you know? We're also high up. We need oxygen up What's your here. favorite plant? Mm. Peonies is your favorite flower. Oh, look at him, you know. Yeah, I do. Yeah. One of my favorite plants is the plant that's on your side table. I forget what those are called. I also like the hanging bananas, which is the one that's hanging in the office right here in the corner. Oh, just green and bit. I don't know. Is this a virgin trout? Teakin froth? Yeah. It's a teak and froth. What kind of plant is that, Matt? It's probably really long and green and annoying, and it just dies no matter what you do because it's inside. I don't really get why Matt's annoyed by <laughs> plants. <laughs> I'm not annoyed by plants. I'm annoyed you're taking them out of their home for your satisfaction to make you of... feel better. No, no, no. We're giving them a home. Just Free like, them. Put them outside. Should we free Linda, our cat? No, because she needs us. If I put that plant outside, just sit it on like the steps outside, it'll take care of itself? Well, I think we're about to go have a fight, so (laughs) I think that's going to do it for us. My name is Matthew McLachlan. And my name is Katie Sexton. And this has been Comic Comic Books. Books. Okay, let's go do this. (laughs)